0: that was crazy I will always love Digital Underground Digital Man Digital. so Life Story was a classic and so was Sex Packets yeah. it was just more than the Humpty Dance it was yeah. the Humpty Dance, Do What You Like Fest 89 Sex Packets Danger Zone I mean where did that come from I don't it know I mean, joke. It came from. Because Humpty wasn't even supposed to be a, a, a serious thing. They did that as like a filler song, and that wasn't even supposed Ooh. to be something that was supposed to take off the way it did, so. And it worked, and we was all trying to do the dance. It's just, I can't believe that Gregory Jacobs is gone. I, and I can't believe, you know, he had a problem, a drug addiction problem, like with meth. I mean, I knew he liked- uh, Is that what they said? Really, yeah. He was really into um uh, ecstasy back in the day. That was I remember a that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone I knew remember. that was an open secret. Really, that wasn't even a secret. Uh, but you know, the minute they said he passed in the hotel, I'm like, oh yeah, that's drugs. I mean. So they so they said that they they confirmed that's what he passed from. Yeah, they talked. To, there's an article that came out that he had a mental problem. Yeah. Was, was the, the, they said that's when he died from? I believe so. Yeah, I don't I remember, um, remember him saying anything. about I know he just—I know he had his funeral. Oh, or so anything. an article I read said that he was struggling with a meth addiction. Now, the autopsy hadn't been done yet, so to be fair, I cannot confirm right. what his official death was. But when you tell me any entertainer dies in a hotel room, especially alone. My mind, unfortunately, goes to the worst. No, no, he would always do videos and stuff from hotel rooms and stuff. Um, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But that's how he was living. I mean, he was so talented. Much and for so. people, I mean, I, I I pray that people understand. This man is the reason why you were even given a Tupac as an MC. This man, all those roads loop back, lead back to Shaq dude took this guy from baltimore and had him be a dancer in group. and after he proved himself put him on the same song and produced you know tracks off his first two albums Trapped, i get around i mean i knew him, I, I always knew that he was shock g and hunky Hum. it was years before i knew that he was the piano man and mc Blowfish. so when did you he find out he was four him? different so people you- so when did you find out? So when you find out he was Humpty up? Hump? I knew from the get go. I could tell. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't because even, can- even when I saw him in concert, even when I saw him at concert, it was two different people on the stage. He put his little brother. He I had him. his little brother. Yeah, I didn't know that. That Yeah. 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 Like, so so ooh, seeing so, so seeing yeah. both of them up there, and then that you know that that yeah that, that was that was clever. That, that was funny. That kind, that, of, was cool. that kind of squashed that, but. Um, yeah but he was he's an artist and musician and he recognized you know he was the artist recognized and he was a very giving person you know and so when people are like that then they have no problem supporting and being behind things because really he was a, almost practically a one-man band that chose to include other people you know and that's that's kind of how q-tip is that's kind of how um dave bro from the from the food fighters and Nirvana, that's how he is you know, so yep. certain people, you know, they they could pretty much run the show. So it, it wasn't surprising that he was all those different characters because it's almost like I don't want to be a jerk and be like, I did this by myself. So let me just break this up and, you know, let me be these different people. So it could just, you know, feel different instead of just feeling like this is just somebody just trying to show all these tricks that they can do. And so to be that selfless and then, you know, him having that kind of like that militant take on things and. You know, and because they were saying like before, you know, he started off with his group, he wanted to be more like a um, public enemy, but public enemy already came out. So he's like, we got to figure out some other kind of way to do this kind of thing. And so when and it, came it worked, up, so when it came up to digital underground, like if you think about it, digital underground, like it was like the underground was the underground railroad was, was sneaking people across the line to freedom. And he was doing the same thing with the music. He was giving you lessons on what's going on on the under, the underground. So he's just trying to save his people, you know, just as militant. But he flipped that mess. He flipped it. He flipped it. He go take he go take your mind, you know, through the underground, the digital underground.
1: So yeah, he's talking, man. he's
0: talking saucy and sideways, but he's giving you truth and, and directions on how to handle business from the stuff of the stuff that goes on with like the freaks of the industry and all that kind of stuff. And just 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 all the stuff that he kind of touched on. Like that is crazy. And then he, and he, and he did something that was so rare for especially hip hop, not only hip hop, but other things, was so rare is that he didn't have no problem acknowledging the sources from which his 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 swag and flow came from he he did he he not only did his own take on parliament not 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 doing the exact same thing he took and flipped it where if he wanted to not say anything he could have but they gonna give reference and bring it up and they even give homage to those folks and throw out their names and songs he wasn't hiding from who, you know, the what was in the sauce, the special sauce no, is Parliament, he it's Boosie he Collins, you know, that, that's 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 my, that, you know, George, that's my secret sauce, he's telling you what's in the recipe, and you still can't mess with what he was doing, those sounds and stuff he was taking, those samples where he's flipping them and stuff like that. When I first heard, okay. oh, when I first I, I first heard Digital Brother Ground on a tape because my 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 right. friend. Cousins related to Money B and he like Jay put this in your put this in your car. I put that thing in that bass alone. I didn't know what was going on. Like like the, the sound was different. It was it was it was it was bay, but it wasn't bay. It was funk, but it wasn't exactly funk. It was just like we didn't know what to do with it, but it felt right and a lot of things that you can't read in the beginning sometimes you kind of push off this is like i don't know what to do with this i can't tell about this beat yet it it was instant like okay this is this is this is something and 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 very seldom you'll hear something that different and then you you're good with it sometimes you gotta sit on it for a minute and you kind of grow to love it what they were doing you already you, you you just like okay that that's what's up that, that's what's up man they may be the i mean and there are so many mcs and rap groups that sample parliament funkadelic and george clinton and digital underground was the only rap version of them literally i mean if you were to to, to think about parliament and funkadelic being mcs it's digital underground they No, but and if you didn't know that, by the time you got to Sons of the Pig, you figured it out. You figured it out. But no, you're right though. I mean, honestly, do what you like? That's still a banger. Oh man. And Vanessa Williams, you're so fine. Just wanna put your name on my rhyme, do what you like. Mm. (laughs) I mean, it's just oh man it's not not the x-rated video queen with the one that's <laughs> <laughs> I- and, and, and vanessa Williams the- even the- used that used that clip in one of her songs oh. and really? yes yeah, she did she is on her second album she flipped that song um uh, I think it was, I think it was Running Back to You is her song that she used, she used, uh, clip. and she sample a digital sampled digital oh, underground? the Sampled digital on the ground. That's She heard like, it. The it, one huh? with the music career, the X, 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 the, X, X, the one with the singing career. So they was like mixing the <laughs> song. So yeah, yeah man. man. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? that's, yeah. Awesome. that's so divine. I'm gonna put your yeah. name in my rhyme. I'll do what you like. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, was... I need to get that record now. I didn't, uh, so she knew about it. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And she was yeah. smart enough to do something about it. Whoever produced yeah. that song, they were, yeah. they were smart about it. But it was oh, dope. Man. And then, like you were saying before about... um About the danger zone, about you know, drug usage and all that kind of stuff, and then even sex packets that was forward thinking concept, man, like before his time. And just he was just always like, said, he's an artist, artist, because he was thinking about like you know, doing like little brochures and putting them in like in the hospitals and stuff about sex. But if you think about that, man, where where you know, even that. As crazy as the idea was, and you couldn't even tell if he was joking or if it was something else real, it was almost like, you know, like safe sex in a way. It was just it was just forward thinking. Like, man, he was he was yeah, he's that, that, good, that was damn. futuristic, man. He was yes. he was futuristic, yes. man. It was just it was just the vision, man. a true visionaire. A true vision there. Yes, he was. He had I the mean, big picture. Was, yeah, he wasn't just an MC, he was a musician. I mean, I, I didn't like I said for years, I didn't know he was playing, I didn't know he was a piano man. And let me tell you something about his piano playing. I said it before and I'll say it to the day I die. The piano man's playing, what, what, to me, what always felt very sensual and it was never forced. I've never heard anybody play piano the way that he did. It sounded very sexual, very sensual. Just realized that I've never heard anybody play piano the way that he played it. Mm-hmm. Not like that. I mean, this great jazz pianist, you know, Ahmad Shamal. Oscar Peterson, you know Herbie Hancock. There's a lot of great jazz pianists. Yeah, but like I said, him, the piano man was dope. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just they always had. There was always so much feeling and and rawness to that playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people, just like Life Story, y'all need to really listen to Sex Package because the whole album is amazing. It's a great concept record. It's just. Like you said, a visionary between, you know, drugs, sex, partying. It's just the industry. And it's it's a trip because, you know, even like um, me re-listening to the album, when I thought about it, I was like, you know what? This album, listening to it now, it just kind of reminded me, I said, I bet you. I said, this this album is like a genius who just working out this album. You could tell he was just having fun, playing with ideas, you know, they're kind of all over the place, but con- but connected, you know, because it's him. So it just feels like uh, somebody just working out ideas and then he just kind of built a group around it. You know what I mean? Like, what can I fit in here? What can I fit in here? But that, that first album feels like somebody who was just working out some stuff and, and it just, you know, came together. But, but I, I, it feels like he was just jamming, making up stuff, having fun, throwing stuff at the wall scene with stick and then he just kind of put everything together like okay let me get money b in here and let me get you know dj let me just let me just stack up my group to fit it but you know but you could just really tell that you know it was just like a free flowing kind of album concept album you know and it was just different it was just different oh yeah man you know it, it was a trip uh yeah i mean i i wish that kid, his tiny boy catalog could get remastered i mean i i will say that about sex packets and especially something peak. it's a great record but i mean the levels need to be raised but when you get to that second record so the first full-length album that tupac is on because it was sex packets and then this is an ep yeah. yeah, you know that's off of the Nothing But Trouble soundtrack, mm-hmm. and you know Part the First Day was the, same song. The best, huh? the best part of that movie was that soundtrack, and then yeah, the same song. Like I said, they introduced Tupac, uh, Tie the Knot. I that's haven't noticed my song. shit. Yeah. Oh, I love that song, Tie the Knot. And it's funny because he made a wedding song, a threat song. It's almost like your 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 death your march to death kind of song. He thinks something that's supposed to be like come I together know. as one. He made it sound like it was a threat. You go on to go get married. and piano feels the song on that on yeah that track. yeah but it was almost yeah, like a, it's hilarious yeah he said he a made something night. that was supposed to be so nice and connecting and all this to yeah. a threat with the, with the same the same God. same notes he yeah. made a death march your goose is cooked so. <laughs> go ahead and kiss the preside peace Man. to the father because now the is time time to <laughs> make a move he, he flipped that he, he, he flipped that bridal chorus man he, he, he did. Mm. I'm like that's a deep cut y'all need to hear that song oh that's a great song but yeah sons of the P though I love tissue back I love no nose job talking yep. about self hatred with black people yep. getting plastic surgery and that's you also the video for it huh? that's the video that revealed that he was actually Shock G because he had he had a surgery and he got his nose removed and you see I like a shock G. That. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Sons of the P, mm-hmm. Tales of the Funky, Tales of the F-U-N-K-Y, mm-hmm. Family of the Underground, Good Thing We're Rapping. Good album. But yeah. um, then he made some other albums you don't know about, like Who Got the Gravy? That's a great mm-hmm. album, man. Karis Wong's on there. Mystic's on there. Biz Marquis on that record. That's mm-hmm. a fun album. Future Rhythm. So they, they, they made Ooh. other records, but people didn't necessarily know about them. But no, I mean... Gregory Jacobs will be missed. Shot G. Yeah. Nothing but love for you, rest That's piece of power, brother. You, uh, your musical legacy will go on. It's just... I'm mm-hmm. still... Yeah, it hurts me that you're gone, man. That's just... That wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Neither one of y'all. It's just it's kind of weird. It's just... You just, said, you just don't know how much time you're going to have with folks and stuff. But like no. I said, um, yeah, Shot G, he, like I said, he was just very giving... And, and like I said it'd be, it'd be hard it'd be hard um for for folks like that that um have more to give than they do have time or bandwidth to deal with certain things you know Cause like I said regular life happens and then you gotta be an artist and all this other kind of stuff and you know you just need to be able to express and sometimes that's not easy but like I said I always will appreciate the fact like when he did that um it was on um that song he did was it um arguing in on the funk and we're talking about like a history of all the pioneers um, of funk talking about Bootsy. yeah George that was Clinton cool stuff like sex that. Packets, yeah. you know and who does that I I thought, yeah. yeah, so i thought that was dope that he was just you know talking about you know where he came from where this stuff came from and so people like that and like i said putting on people like like tupac and stuff like that because you know because even past that even like on the second album second full album stuff he had you know songs with Tupac, so just. I get around. Yeah, I believe that's Shock G's production. And he always had that militant like, stuff oh, I'm like, on. I'm it too. like, wait a minute. Oh, trapped. The first song yeah. I heard from Tupac outside Digital Underground was Trapped. They got the video. He's in jail. Yeah. Shock is like, we can't keep a black man down. Yeah. Man, I'm mean, trapped. Yeah. I'm like, Shock must have produced that too. I'm like, yeah. And it, not only a dope MC, but he was a great producer. Mm-hmm. And that and that song always reminded me of. And, and he might have been his version of uh, what you call it of the Public Enemy song. Um, uh-huh. What's the uh-huh. name of that song? Something on the Black Seal Now Chaos. Yes, it always reminded me of that song because, yeah, like, like Chuck was in jail. I got brother. a letter for the brother, <laughs> yeah. and then the whole part <laughs> the with, with uh, Flavor Flames, I'm like, yeah, Chuck, they can't keep a good man down. <laughs> yeah, J-j-j-j-j-. yeah. So that yeah. always kind of remind me of <laughs> that. So, yeah, right man. so i think yeah. that was his interpretation of that but but like you said yeah, he reflects his militant card when it came to tupac even though he would do this yeah. differently he would do the same thing with digital but he would do it on the under but 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 with tupac he was just straight up he made sure yeah. that 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 he backed tupac up to make sure because and he brought out the best on tupac too to me yes, because it was stuff that you could he use did. today wasn't like that a man thing of anger yeah bailed him out of jail right. and he, to, he might still be alive bro um, oh so, yeah so it's favorite true. line favorite line i'm just another black man caught up in the mix trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents diamond and nickel <laughs> G. i'm just like whoa i never forgot that verse i never forgot that verse. because <laughs> i might. Like, yeah, I'm trying to make a dollar of that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, he, he was right. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, he was, you're right, though, too. He was very supportive, very nurturing of his group. Um, because Raw Fusion, Money B, and DJ Fuse did a few records yeah. on the side. Shock didn't say nothing. And then Shock, Shock made a great, you know what? Getting back to what you said about him being militant, he made a great solo album, Fear of a Mixed Planet. It's almost kind of like a sequel to Fear of a Black Planet. It's a good record, too. And he, he released it twice, actually. But it's a good record with Got You and Fear of a Next Planet. And he's and he's got one song he talks about, You Want to Be Like Pop? Read, Shorty, read. Right. So, you know, yeah. I mean, Shock. Yeah, yeah he... I mean, I, I just kind of wonder if he knew how special he was and, you know a lot of talented great and famous artists a lot of times can be deeply insecure mm-hmm. and a lot of times they may not know how talented they really are and how much loved and revered they really are and i kind of wonder if shaq g was one of those type of artists i kind of like that maybe he was i think that dude oh was God. a genius and i and i think that, was but i don't know if he knew it yeah, but yeah he, he he i don't know he may, may or not have but um uh, I know, he like I broken. said, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it was hard for for him because, like, I, like I said, it is funny because I think a lot of stuff. Um, when you start speaking your mind too much, you get dismissed very strongly, and and especially when you're black. Yeah, <laughs> so it could be very hard to, like I said, it's just, it's you'd be kind of fragile already. So if something is not adding up like you think it is, and, and you're being dismissed, it's a it's a tricky spot to be in you know yeah and I think a lot of people like that getting weird spots like that like Kanye you know you're getting weird spots and yeah you know it's more to them but then they be so in their own heads and and they saying stuff but they meaning something else and it's just you know it, it's it's like it's like 3D chess you know if you're not used to it it looks like madness but a chess master sees all the moves on all these different levels and and i think that's how certain time people move and so when you're trying to explain it and you're saying like well no you go through that and they were like how could you possibly go through it because they're looking from the bottom up so so that that move is possible if you're looking at it from the right angle and so anybody looking at a straight flat board it would be impossible and i think that's what i think that's what people are are you know people like that are dealing with but he's another example of um a combination of both sides, like Tupac coming from the East Coast, you know, was in New York, and then also was in Florida, and then coming to the Bay, and finding freedom in that, you know, um, it's a powerful thing, and we we see when it's a combination of things and, and and more openness and 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 feeling free to 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 move like that and be inclusive with things like that. Um, Wonderful things could come from it. So he's just another example of somebody who respected both coasts and, and you know, put it together and, and made something. He was a part him. of that. He was also a part of that. We're all in the same game. Mm-hmm. I wish I could find that CD. I should have bought it when it came out. I don't have it. it might, it's probably out of print. Okay. But I know he was a part of that. So it was N.W.A. The, they were all a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. the old record. Yeah, with um Hammer I like to hear that record. Here. Yeah, yeah, I like to hear um yeah. Def Jeff, uh Tone loke Ice T. Um. Yeah, that's definitely important.
1: Seven, I mean, so between,
0: yeah, so between the Stop the Violence movement with self-destruction, that was the West Coast version of it. And mm-hmm. those were both important records, and so we don't have those anymore. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, no. Shock G, aka Gregory Jacobs, man. You were an amazing artist. You are Deeply missed. Um, Hate you had any pain um, that took you from us, Uh, but your musical legacy will live on forever. Because there's only one digital underground. Nobody sounds like y'all. Nobody. You know what you did was fierce, funny, intellectual. It was a it's a perfect combination, really uh creative and visionary it was all those things you know and that's just the first album <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know and then you know even when they left Tommy boy they still find a way to get you know record deals and get other future rhythm with walk real cool that's a good record but yeah who got the gravy is dope that's a people sleep on that record but once again like i said sons of the p just needs to be remastered you know it, it's it's Man, yeah, and yeah, you know they came out like in 1989.
1: like eighty in high school.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that was that like, they were like they were really an eighties group still, by the end. But they they were they were a part of the golden hip hop era. I didn't even realize that, but they really were. You know, they were they're the last remnants of it. But yeah, they were a part of it. Yeah, they definitely put a mark on the on the bay. Um, oh yeah. Oh, definitely. And they're busy in the Burger King bathroom line. <laughs> that was a trip to hear. You, you look at the yeah. bathroom differently, and I think, like, I, think right? that inspired, I think it inspired a lot of uh, mm. high schoolers back in the day. <laughs> I am sure it did. I'm sure it did. Sure <laughs> uh, but um, uh, but yeah, he, he's, he, he, he he was he was he was very special, and um, like I said, I hope he has the peace that he needs. Cause, like I said, cause cause. cause like I said, I'm assuming that, you know, with, he, he seemed like he's a sensitive and very talented artist. And like I said, I know that can't be easy, especially in, in the world that, we, that we're that in. But I'm glad that, you know, he had that door open to him. Maybe not as long as it should have been open for him, but I'm glad it was, it was open. And I'm glad that the, the light that he did have, he chose to share to do something for the people. You know what I mean? How many people do that? Do. How many people do that? A lot of people don't. Not Most a lot no. of people don't. Not oh, no. enough. You're right. So no, Shaq was G first. was dope, um, and good people of the planet Earth and known universe. Listen, pick up Digital Underground's Sex Packets, mm-hmm. Sons of the P, uh, Who Got the Gravy, Future Rhythm. Those are gr- those are all great Digital Underground records. Um, who Got the Gravy and future Futurism You Don't Know About, but those are good records he put out uh, with, with the band. And get his solo album, the only solo album he made, called Fear of a Mixed Planet. If it's still in print, you will not be disappointed. But go back to Sex Packets and listen to it all the way through. Yes, The Humpty Hump is a great song. The Humpty Dance is a great song, no one's saying it's not. But Do What You Like was always my jam, but that album is fierce, it's a, man. Danger Zone, Guff S89. Uh, what am I missing? Um, Do What You Like. I already mentioned Do What You Like. I love that song. That's my favorite song on the record. I love just, that song. Just make sure you got a good sound system and turn the bass up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but- and it's Sex Packets and Packet Man. The whole album, the interludes, all of that. It's just a great record. Listen to it. Like I said, yeah, you know, you get the single and the singles are good, but the singles are to get you to buy it the single or buy the whole album so you can discover more. Digital Underground was an amazing group. Um it's a deep, profound loss. Yes. And for all you Tupac fans, this is the man that gave you Tupac professionally. Literally listen to who he is, find out where Tupac came from musically and get that, oh I'm sorry this is an EP, get that too, that's a fun we, Jay and I talked about that, I said that's a great record it's a <laughs> yeah, it's two, new, two, two new songs was on it and then the rest was like remixes yeah but same song and tie the knot is my jam, I like tie the knot more than I do same song and I love same song but tie the knot cracks me up it's funny, man. Like Time I said, it's a, it's, a, it's a death march. I dum, do, dum, yep. I do, I do, I don't. I do, I do, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I was dum, cracking up. I'm like, no, dum. he did Yeah, he fooled, he fooled but it worked. It worked. But yeah, um, Jay, this might be the first year where we've had four rappers die before June. Well at least ones that we know of. Well, you know, cause it's always like well, or, or somebody, four rappers that we knew of, four mainstream. Or rappers. we grew up on, yeah. Or, or yeah. around for a long time. DMX, Prince Monkey D, Black Rob, and Shock G. And crazy. and the crazy part about that too, which is kind of neat in a way those are all different types of hip-hop it's all hip-hop but they're all different they came from different genres like you know prince Mark yeah. D from the fat boys and his solo stuff he did okay. that was more soulful and love and stuff and then you yeah. had you know black rob that was kind of more grimy and street but telling the truth yeah. you had a funky kind of you know person looking to the futuristic you know black man kind of thing with uh shock g and then you had you know Ecstasy with you know with the, you know, words from the street, you know? Ooh. Stuff, you know, like One Love and all the other kind of stuff, he, you know, they were- Was he last year or this year? MF and MF, MF was, la- MF was last year. Then we, was with, then we had MF, then had MF doing yeah, then he had passed away and he was like a whole different kind of thing of, he was the cartoon super villain, you know? So all these different, and that's beautiful that we had Man. all those people pass and they all contributed a different part of, of hip hop. You know, and that just goes yeah. to show you. Yeah, and that's uh, how. I mean, and DMX, yeah, use more street and stuff too. So it's yeah. just, it's just like you know, when people act like you know all hip hop is the same. You know, you just gotta you know look at them sideways, and it was just so funny. Um, concerning hip hop, uh, a friend of mine was teaching uh, hip hop dance to these little kids, and and one, the kids, and I was there talking about um, about you know the different parts of hip hop and you know, like with the, with the graffiti writing and the and the break dancing and the and the MC and the DJ and all that kind of stuff. And one of the kids were like, well, my mom said that, you know, rap music is, is bad. And they say um, bad things about women and blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I was like to, I, it was funny how to correct a little, you know, little third grader, third or fourth grader saying like, that would be unfair, just like them saying, like everybody who has brown hair like yours is the same, just like that. Just like I would say that would be untrue to you. Hip hop is the same way. I said, you got hip hop from, you know, Will Smith, talking about parents don't understand to, you know, street life a jam. stuff. Huh? Yeah. And that yeah. was a jam back in the day. Right. Right. Yeah. Street, much, like, like street life stuff from too short to, you know, party dancing, kind of hip hop, you know, from, you know, so. I said, "Is it don't don't limit it. It's, it's not one of those kind of things that you can limit. So some people will say stuff like that and make things seem smaller than there is. But then you know, it's truly a genre where if whatever you like or into, there's you know, there's somebody rapping about it. You know, so and and, and let's be clear, mainstream hip hop is misogynistic, but that design was done on purpose. So you know, there was a definitely a conscious effort to remove. De La soul jungle brothers and Tribe called quest and queen latifa off of mainstream radio X-Clan. and replaced them with N.W.A. Yeah, and X Clan and replaced them with N.W.A and everybody who wanted to be a gangster you know so let's let, let, let's be clear about that you know that was done on purpose because you know no one wants to admit that music can influence people and their creativity and their thinking and their thought process but that's the truth you know if 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 the native tongue and public enemy and krs One and Boogie Down Productions were not kicked off the radio, you have to ask yourself how will Black people as a culture be today if their subconscious is being fed with positivity and Black, you know, and Black and Afrocentric love? But if I'm all about I'm hard, I'm an alpha male, you know, I got guns, I got women, I got you know, I got cars. That's a distraction. So it's real easy to make that blank statement, but you don't know the origin behind all that. First of all, radio is all corporatized and hip hop got corporatized in what the nineties, early nineties. You know, after a while everybody was a gangster, even though they weren't. So, you know, If Jay-Z was not from the Marcy Projects and and had he been raised in a brownstone with both his parents, would you have felt the need to make him a commercial mainstream success? But because he was a former drug dealer who lived in the slums, you know, oh, well, we're going to prop, you know, we're going to help him and promote him. I mean, that's my take and my opinion on it. You know, that's my observation because as talented as Talib Kwali has been in the past, you know, they weren't necessarily interested in having a young black guy who might have been in the suburbs, who had two black parents who raised him, you know, who are black professionals, you know, making him a household name. So, you know, yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah, and then another also the conversation, huh? Yeah, and they also knew that that kind of crazy talk and stuff, with, you know. Would be an easy sell. Because you, you did have successful well, people like Will Smith. You did have successful people like MC Hammer that were like, you know, he was like the first to really blow up and do stuff. And that was. Yes, you know, they were also non threatening. Public <laughs> Enemy used to be on mainstream radio, and so was KRS1. And all of a sudden, nope, nope, no more of that. So we can't have black folks being revolutionaries and being free thinkers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the variety left. Yeah. Especially for the, the music huh what'd you say? I said the variety left, and that was the problem. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, yeah. I, I, I got love for gangster rap, but I don't have love for everyone thinking that gangster rap is all the hip hop is. You know, just like Sheryl Crow, Sting, the Foo Fighters, the, you know, um, Nirvana, uh, Fishbone, and Living Color, and Van Halen, that's all rock and roll, but they don't sound the same. And like, as you would say earlier, hip hop is the same way right so you know let's let's so you be yeah you know that's a whole the conversation too though too you know because people are criticizing cardi b and megan Thee stallion leave something to the imagination but in order for these ladies who are mcs to be mainstream you don't want to hear let talking about sex you're not putting cyrock on the radio you're not putting mc light back on the radio you have no desire for that or rhapsody or Jean Grey. Or Jean Grey. No, you want, you know, over sexualized material from women on the radio. You know, you know, you know, for your psychological comfort. So yeah, that's nice. the way we Thank win you. is we su- The way we win is we support the things that we like, and that's the only way we're gonna win. Well, just yeah. On you, just because they like, put the plate in front of you don't mean we have to eat it. Yeah. Amen. Hey, you right about that, yeah you're right about that, but yeah, there's definitely politics to all that. But no, um, Black Rob and Shock G, man, May y'all rest in peace. Sorry, y'all gone. It's just, yeah, it's a bummer, it really is. Yeah, I'm sure they're be <laughs> greatly missed, and I want yeah. folks to make sure you go back and. It's a shame that it happens after people pass, and um, you know we're all guilty of it for some folks because there's just so much stuff coming out, so much stuff going on. It's hard to keep up with everything just because of the way time is and the way life is. But um, do yourself a favor. I think you get a lot from both of these artists, you know, different things, but definitely something to get from them. And, and like I said, if, it, if the artist is something you heard about or you haven't seen in a long time, go back and revisit them. You'll be surprised. I'm going through a journey myself of just looking up people I used to listen to back in the day. And to my surprise, I'm finding that a lot of them are still around. They're still doing great music, even better music than they did before. Um, and they're out there. And I, I never came across them on, you know, just out there. And I had to actually look for them. So just remember, it's a two-way street, you know, let them... Sometimes you just gotta find and you know, look for them, but they're they're out there and then support them the best you can so they you know they can keep doing what they're doing. They're, they're out there. It's, it's somebody, if that's in their soul and that's what they do, trust me, they ain't gonna stop regardless if the microphone's in front of them or not. They're gonna be out there doing, creating, and expressing. So um, yeah. at least take a look and, and see who's doing what and like I said, support when you can. I, I agree, Jay, um, you're absolutely right and just bring the music to the people whether it's a small club or not you ain't got to be in a stadium to be successful there's nothing wrong with being in the stadium but you ain't got to do all that you define success on your terms that's the best thing i could say right on all right so that's our conversation about black rob and shock g right until next time peace see you somewhere out in space You don't have to be mainstream to be successful as an artist. You define what it means to be successful on your terms. You only you can define that. Don't let someone else define that for you. If you have a grassroots following, if you know that you can sell out even a small club or get a good 50 to 100 people to come see you with no radio commercials or airplay, you've already accomplished something. If you, look, human beings who love music, music listeners will always love a live concert. Trends come and go, genres come and go in music, but a, a great live performance is forever. It is consistent, people will always love that and want to be stimulated by that. So that's the one consistent thing that we've seen in music from across all genres. So. If you can perform a pun, if you're physically able to to perform a concert and give a live show, trust me, you will receive a lot of mileage from it. So, as you know, that's my message to any artist, whether you're in hip hop, blues, R&B, reggae, soul, country, whatever. You, you, There's more we wanted to tell you about Shaq G, a.k.a. Humpty Hump, a.k.a. MC Blowfish, a.k.a. The Piano Man, and, and various other <laughs> aliases this legendary MC had. In addition to his work with Digital Underground, Shaq G found moderate success as a solo artist and music producer. In 1993, Shaq G produced Tupac Shakur's breakthrough platinum single, I Get Around, as well as guest starring in the single on the video. I mean, everyone remembers that. It was great. You know, his line just another black man caught up in the mix, trying to make a dollar to 15 cents, <laughs> a dime and a nickel, Money b says. So um, he went on to produce Tupac's So Many Tears from his multi platinum 1995 album, Me Against the World, where Pac was in jail. Uh, Tupac's first published work, uh, while a member of Digital Underground, we spoke about earlier in the podcast was in 1991 same song off of their EP This Is An EP uh, and that song also appeared in the Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, Demi Moore film Nothing But Trouble, uh, shot G co-produced Tupac's debut album Apocalypse Now and he appeared as a producer and guest artist on fellow Oakland based rap group The Loonies, their platinum debut release Operation Stacola, 1995 also appearing as a guest MC in the i got five on it you know bay ballers remix and video legendary song in 1996 the waynes brothers film don't be a menace to south central while drinking your juice in the hood featured the shock g song we get more uh the song which featured Oakland rappers loonies was used for three different scenes in the film and is featured in two different places on the soundtrack making it the only song to appear twice uh, on one soundtrack in 1998 prince included shock g's uh produced remix of love sign on uh, his four cd set crystal ball so that was another you know that, so this is shock g as producer you know this is that other aspect of who he was how great and talented of an artist he was uh, shock g has toured and performed on stage with george clinton and p funk including guest performances with clinton with george clinton at at woodstock in 1999 see i didn't even i wasn't even aware of that that he that's pretty cool um in 2003 shock g produced the single risky business for los angeles underground artist (laughs) mers he also appeared in the video as himself and as humpty hump mers performed this song live with shock g at the paid dudes festival and also featured him as his stage dj slash music conductor on a two-month extensive Definitive label tour uh, from the U.S. and Canada. Well, in the U.S. and Canada, excuse me. On January 20th, 2009, Shock G's single, Cherry Flavored Email, was renamed and released as a special edition called Cherry Flavored, Cherry Flavored Election to commemorate the inauguration of President Barack Obama. So, and also, you know, the only solo album to his credit that we, you know, that we're aware of, that I personally own as well, is Fear of a Mixed Planet from Shock G. Uh, that came out in 2004 on 33rd Street Records. And then they re-released it, the bonus edition, in 2008 on Jake Records. So, once again, rest in peace, Gregory Jacobs, a.k.a. Shock G. You will be missed. You are an amazing talent. Uh, you gave us Digital Underground and you gave us Tupac Shakur. And you produced some dope tracks and songs for people Um, Yeah, you left an amazing musical legacy and uh, you touched people's lives, rest in paradise.